0: The Beatitudes, right off the top, the very first verse, um, it's kind of struck me weird. Um, you know, that "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they will inherit the kingdom of heaven."
1: It's mm-hmm. um, a good one to explain.
0: I uh, so I went in and did a word study on it, and like pulled it up in the original language, and was um, it a?
1: Sorry, was it one of those wrongly? No, I what think just my word,
0: I think know? just my understanding of the translation, the way the the way that they laid that out, bless are the poor in spirit, for they will inherit the kingdom of heaven, almost sounded like you're blessed if you don't have a whole lot of the spirit in you. <laughs> <laughs> you ah, know, like it just sounded really weird. Right. Um and I was like, that's that can't be what that says. So I uh, so I went in and dug in on uh you know, pulled it up on Blue Letter Bible and Also, if you don't have Blue Letter Bible, um, get it because it's a free app.
2: Yeah. And um, It's it's great. Yeah. yeah, Good for studying. If you don't know how to
1: use it, because it takes a minute to figure out interlinear concordance, but if you don't understand it, ask Kyle, John, or myself, Nick, um, and I will be really excited to show you how to use it because once you get it, and you do like your first word search and figure out what the original <laughs> word means, it's like finding little gold treasure every oh, yeah, every absolutely. time. Absolutely. I'm so glad the,
2: you mentioned that because I was just about to ask you I was like, so what do you use?
0: Yeah, Blue Letter Bible. So Logos is awesome, but it's expensive. So Logos oh, yeah. is like over a thousand dollars a year, I think, or something like that. Um, and it's it's got all the commentaries from everybody and it's got a gazillion i mean gazillion rabbit trails to go mm-hmm. down um i don't need all that i need the truth of the word <laughs> right right so so i use blue letter bible um it is free it's a free app donation to, supported yeah um
2: and they do actually have commentaries built in as well yeah so yeah. it's got it has a lot of the things that Logos has already
0: right. so i uh so i pulled a I pulled up that verse. Uh, let me see if I can get it pulled up here real quick so I can actually run into it. So that's Matthew 5.
2: Uh,
0: oh, I'm in the Old Testament. Sorry. Matthew 5. Um, yeah, so Matthew 5 3. And I just clicked on that and then I went to interlinear concordance so I could look at the original words and their
1: usage over, over scripture and everything. And oh, so, um, for some, I think this would be helpful for some people listening. What, when you say interlinear and concordance, most people don't know what in the heck that means. Right. So, um,
0: so it's, uh, so I don't, I don't really know what interlinear means.
1: Um, so, we, the Bible, just for, I'm just trying to, you know, for people that haven't been to Bible school or haven't done any very deep Bible study, if you're just a, a general reader of the Bible, um, the Bible was translated into English, but the original, la- the original language in for the New Testament was Greek, and so... What when they may come out with a translation? They have you know. There's 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 hundreds of translations, but you know, King James, New Living, NIV, CSB, ESV. All you know, all the a committee of people come together and decide what word wording sentences are best describe the original language. So, if you know anything about humans, we get stuff wrong. We make mistakes because we're human. So the translations are close, but they're not sometimes maybe for your mind or the way you think are not the best representation of what that person or even Jesus was trying to say. So that's this blue letter Bible is an app that takes you back to the original and explains Mm -hmm. what that word means. Right. Which is really helpful. You because- very eloquently laid that out. Uh, yeah. Nick. Was- <laughs> that good. Well, I'm passionate about it because yeah. for until I was about 25 years old, I did not read my Bible enthusiastically or even really care that much about it because I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And Were I you was reading frust- the KJV. No, I was reading NIV uh, mostly. I grew up in a KJV only church but you know it was almost like I'm not good enough or I'm I'm lesser and I can't have as good of a relationship with God as you can because I don't understand and it always made me feel that way so I, it used to make me angry and then and then I was like well I guess this is just the way I'm going this is just the way it's going to be and I can only get so close to God And then, you know, God finally, you know, opened my eyes a little bit and, you know, and, uh, I had to go, I had to go to Bible school just to understand the Bible. I didn't go to Bible school to be a preacher. I went because I wanted to know more about God and was kind of like, you know, I'll do whatever I got to do to understand this thing. If this thing is the key to life, then I'm going to do whatever it takes. And. I think a lot of people are in that, if, I mean, let's be honest, people don't read their Bible daily, st- people don't study their Bible daily, and really, you know, use it as a tool instead of just saying, well, check in the box of, I did my devotional today, I opened it and read something, Right. so... Man, that's Uh,
0: such a good segue into what we're getting mm -hmm. ready to dive into here, too. So, all right. So this this scripture specifically, right? So I uh, just how it's translated um, in the CSB is "Blessed are the poor, or blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs." So I read that and I was like, "Man, that just doesn't." The way that's translated just does not sound like they captured what Jesus was trying to say in the context of of where we're at the Scripture so so I went in and I and I I looked at it and um, and kind of just word by word went through and uh, and when I got to poor, it all made sense for me so the word um, Tokos is the word used for poor and if you pull that up and you look at the meaning of that, it says "reduced to beggary, begging, asking alms." So you look at, you look at like, See, like yeah, pi- I, picture a poor person on the side of the street sense. in Jerusalem begging. You know, a blind man begging. Man, you have what I need, and and I don't have it. And man, I'd just give anything to have what you have that I don't have. And he's saying blessed are those who have that heart about the spirit Mm -hmm. he's going you know if you just if you would just have this this begging just desire after after what you know you need in in that um then then you're going to be the one to inherit the kingdom of heaven so I think about that in context of what you just said about, um, you know, you've, you've, you didn't feel like you had what you needed to be able to connect with God on that level, but then it was just about your desire. It was, it was, about, it was about your willingness, your eagerness to, to seek his face, and, and when you pursued that, he opened up the door, and he said, if you seek me, you'll find me. Knock, and the door will be open."
1: Well, you're going to make me cry over here. I mean, I'm, you know, just reliving all that in my head and just how good God is and just how he is it's just upside down kingdom. You know, he he is, does things differently than the world does them. So if you're in the world systems all the time, it's going to be harder for you to see. But we talked a lot. You know, this morning and 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 a lot lately about just suffering and trials and you know, um, count it all as joy, as James says, and it's like you know I don't want to punch James in the face when he <laughs> says that, and uh, but then uh, you realize like God loves you enough. To humble you, to get you in a spot to where you can even see him, and and so being poor materially or being without something physically is a gift to point you in that direction. So it's it's a good thing. That's what James was trying to say, and I when you finally get to the other side and can see a little bit or start to get around the half of the circle, it is like, man, God, I don't even know why you love me because you're trying to do something for me that you know, that's going to bring eternal results. And I don't do nothing but complain about it and gossip to other people about it. And then it's not until afterwards that I see that you were doing that for me. And it's just, it's crazy, you know? It So it is good to be without because it keeps you closer to God. Mm. Man, what that
0: led me to was the interaction between Jesus and Nicodemus, right? Like Nicodemus goes to Jesus and he's asking him about the kingdom and he's like, uh, so I'll read it. So in John 3, it says, there was a man from, uh, from the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to him at night and said, Rabbi, we know... That you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one else could, could perform these things that you do unless God were with him. And Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he can't even see the kingdom of God. So so when I was like when I was thinking about your your interaction there and that that verse from the Beatitudes there of, you know, blessed are those who are poor in spirit, those who are who are beggars of the spirit who are going god I, I desperately need what you have i desperately need your spirit in me what jesus just said to nicodemus there was unless you're born again of the spirit you can't even see the kingdom of heaven so he's he's, he's going when the spirit comes to reside in you you become desperate for more of the spirit and your desperateness for more of the spirit is is how you inherit the kingdom of heaven
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's good stuff um, so it, it that even reminds me of what we were talking about this morning was uh job yeah you know he was he was brought to nothing,
0: desperation
2: yeah and what what was the conclusion <laughs> what was our conclusion on job that God's faithful
0: that that god God Saw Job, you know, the, the enemy came in and was like, uh, you know, Job hasn't been tested in these things. And God was like, we'll test him in these things and right. I'm going to shape into him the things that he needs. And you're, because I love this child of mine. Right. And then jo- Job concludes, I, you know, I will see God and I, and I won't see him as a stranger. Right. But I'll see God for who he is. That he's, he's good. He's always good. and He's always and only going to do what's right for me.
1: Yep. I don't I have the old um NLT translation, so it's the nineteen ninety-six version. It's been revised and updated again, so I don't know what the new one says, but in in this translation it says um for Matthew five, um when about the Beatitudes, this is what he taught them. God blesses those who realize their need for him mm-hmm. It has an asterisk beside it like that was not. but uh, they they got they got that one right yeah because uh, we were talking about this morning how a lot of times the, the our English word doesn't come close to the original and yep. it almost gives you a bad interpretation or a wrong thought uh, and uh, I'm glad that they got that one right mm-hmm. in this translation.
0: Absolutely. So here's another one that that kind of hit this week on this on the same kind of same kind of mark. Um, it also comes from Matthew, I believe. Let us make sure that I'm telling you the right thing. Gotta pull up my notes here. Um,
1: this is really good. We should be recording this. <laughs> we're not recording. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't do that to me. I didn't think we were at the start. Um,
0: all right, so we this, need to do
1: an intro. So this comes from Matthew <laughs>
0: eleven twelve. Or explain uh-huh.
1: why we haven't been here in a month. Yeah, <laughs> why haven't we? Uh summertime hit. Cow had a baby. Jordan. My wife, my wife had a baby. Cow witnessed a baby. <laughs> Jordan went to Panama yeah's been all over the place it's a good mixture of all of those things equals no podcast <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right so i'm I'm gonna read this verse to you guys and I want you guys to tell me what you hear in this translation of me reading this verse and then we'll go in and and look at what the word actually says pull it up in blue letter Bible and same thing so this is one that i that I was using I was, I'm teaching on the kingdom right now on Wednesday nights and um, and we were talking about um, we were talking about Jesus preaching the kingdom, and this is so these are red letters. this is Jesus's words, and um, so tell me what you hear in here. So it says, uh, "From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been suffering violence, and the violent have been seizing it by force.
2: Read that one more time.
0: From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been suffering violence, and the violent have been seizing it by force.
2: The way it sounds initially is like persecution that hasn't stopped, and uh, honestly, it sounds like it's not... Like the kingdom prevailing. of heaven is yeah, it's is defeated. Attack. It's yeah. under
0: attack. We're, you know, we're experiencing violence. Right. That's what that sounds like. Right. Right. So now let's go to the Blue Letter Bible, and I'm a, I'm going to translate this for you. So, I go to Blue Letter Bible. What what was I? At? I was at Matthew eleven verse twelve. All right. So Matthew eleven. Verse twelve: From the days of John the Baptist till now, the kingdom of heaven has been suffering violence, and the violent have been seizing it by force. All right, so I'm gonna pull that up. Let me go to the interlinear concordance, and here's what we got from the first word. Yes, that's right. So basically, it's that word "from" in the beginning there. Oop, oop, I pressed the wrong button. Let me go back to it. Um, so that Ooh. that word "from" that's used there in the beginning of that is saying. Um, of local separation. So, from from this point forward, basically, right? So, that word from there, that phrase, um, from the days of, is saying, from this point forward, from the point of John the Baptist until now. So, from this point forward. And then it goes, the kingdom of heaven, which is translated correctly, the kingdom of heaven, has been is is right. So now, when we get to suffering violence, um, where it says suffering violence, that word is biazo for suffering, and it says to use force or to apply force. Does that sound the same? Hmm. Not to me. So it says the kingdom of heaven has been using force, applying force, right? It's the opposite the way it's translated. So he's saying the kingdom of heaven has been applying force since the days of John the Baptist. So, uh, hold on. I'm not done yet. So, uh, has been suffering violence. So I kind of wrote down my little translation here, so I'm going to read it. So it says, um, from the days of John the Baptist henceforth, the kingdom of heaven is applying force, and the forceful have been eagerly taking it by force. What translation? That's my translation. No. That
1: uh, <clears throat> that was coming from CSB. So, uh, NLT 1996. Uh and this is the reason I hang on to this Bible. Mm-hmm. I got the same one at the house. Um, and from the time John the Baptist began preaching and baptizing until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. Yes. And violent people attack it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So but it can... has an asterisk beside it. Right. Um, that lets you know that that is not word for word but more thought Thought for for thought yeah but the thought is more complete than the so i don't know who come up with that right but it's not
0: exactly accurate right so when you read that when you read that in the translation that i just read it in in csb that's i mean that's the bibles we have in the church right when you read that in that translation it comes across as if as if the kingdom of heaven is under attack and and not
1: doing well. <laughs> yeah, but we get misperceived because people think, well, I want obviously I want a word for word translation because I want it to be closest to the word. Well, what Mm-mm. if the people translating the word didn't use the right word? Exactly. So that's what I was getting at. Is uh, you know,
0: we as believers, when we study the word. We have to make sure that the word that we're studying is the word. Right. Um, we have to go in and actually study the word, actually go into the original language, fact check you know te- the word says test all things, right like so so we we go in, we pull up the scripture and we put it in context to what's what's going on in scripture. Jesus was preaching the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it's it said from the time that he came out of out of the wilderness, out of that temptation with Satan, that from that point forward he went out preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So he was saying from that point forward it doesn't it didn't say, at this at this time, Jesus preached, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." It said from that point forward. So Jesus preached one message: <laughs> the kingdom. From that point forward, he's preaching the kingdom. So when you when you read his words, and you're and you're reading about what's going on in the kingdom, and something stands out like that is like a whoa, wait a minute! Jesus is preaching victory. He's preaching the good news, the gospel. And then there's this thing that stands out that's like. Wait a minute. Like that's that seems off. There's a reason why that seems off to you. God has highlighted a word or a passage to you,
1: so that you can dive in and study it. And it's not a bad thing. So you don't it's, you don't have to think of it like, oh my God, I'm, I'm that must be the devil, right. because I'm <laughs> opposed to what the Bible says. Just like John just said, like. Anybody that has ever tested God or sought Him out has done nothing but deepen their relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. So don't be scared. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You're talking about Jesus preaching. One message reminded me of this joke that um, I heard some other pastor say um, that Jesus must have been a pretty terrible preacher because we've been trying to make it better ever since He left. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's so much depth, though, just in like a single phrase that came out of his w- mouth. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's
2: crazy. So, can I tell you what I think is really interesting? Is uh, so the word "biazzo," the suffers violence part, is only used twice in the New Testament. The first time is the is the way it's uh, it is suffer violence
1: the other time is to press hmm. it presses forward so i'm trying can you all think of like an english word that's wild that we use that does that maybe not not specifically violence and pressing but just like any word that means two different things and we can you you can use it just give give the, yeah man that's, give them that's, a, that's a pretty sick thought Right, so that could the way you use sick now can be used like three different ways. Yeah, because I even see like that shirt you got on is sick, man.
2: (laughs) Radical. That one's pretty the same all the time.
1: I'm feeling. I'm feeling kind of sick. Which one? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. Uh, you, I, I that's why, or, you know, we're sick, disturbing, you're sick in the yeah. head, <laughs> sick. Of... Yeah. But that's why it's important to like, I like studying about the Jewish culture and Jewishness of Jesus, because it, to try to put you back in that, like if you were sitting in that circle with them and understood their culture and their language, just like we all have different, you know, languages. Uh, even though it's English, you know, my keener knees is a little <laughs> bit different than some other people's, you know?
2: Oh man. No. Yeah. That, so that's why I thought it was really neat that y'all have both been talking about like what year Bible you have. And that's the reason that they need updating all the time too, is because the language changes, you know, it's, it's necessary to know what time. Yeah. But that that to me goes to
0: the you know the command for us to know the word. Yeah. Um you know we're supposed to be writing it on our hearts. Yep. Um and we, what are we writing on our hearts? Are we right. are are we truly understanding the scripture? Are we going taking the time to go in and study and not just accept a second-hand message? Right. Um But what is the the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between joint and marrow, between soul and spirit, revealing the innermost thoughts and desires of a man's heart. Yeah. Right? Like, that division between soul and spirit, between what seems right to a man in his own mind and what the Spirit has revealed to you, is the key to unlocking the kingdom.
2: Right. And I mentioned too one so something that I found really interesting because uh, in Coastline we're going through John, and um, I don't remember where the Bereans are mentioned, but I looked them up recently too. Uh, and the same, so the Bereans were known for their mm. diligently searching the scriptures, right, and how they studied the Word of God. There is another group of people who were also known for. W- straight quote from the Bible, diligently searching the scriptures. And they were the Pharisees. Mm. Both people did the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And so your intention.
0: So go back to the garden, right? Right. What was forbidden in the garden?
2: Eating of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil.
0: Knowledge, right? Like that was what was warned against. Uh, you feel we, we try to fill our heads with what seems right to us instead of seeking God's face and allowing the Holy Spirit to live in and out of us. Right. Um, that, that's why I said that's the, that's the key in that verse is the division between soul and spirit is what, what is the division between soul and spirit in that verse? The word of God is alive and powerful. That's what cuts between mm-hmm. the
1: soul and the spirit. So the living active word. Do you think God uses that? God works all things for good. So we inherited that what seemed evil way of wanting to know everything. I got to know, you know, like how, think about how much time you have spent on trying to figure something out. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's go, like, let's say your wife's cheating on you. I got to know. I'm parked out here at Bojangles for three hours. I got to know. You know, I'm just, you know. For example, uh, that that just burns in you sometimes, especially if there's any suspicion like that. Like, you just got to know. Jim, I think it was Jim Carrey of all people. Uh, don't, don't He's eat nuts. Gi- <laughs> okay. Well, Jim Carrey, if you notice, Jim Carrey hasn't been around for a while. He ain't done a whole lot of movies or comedies. I think he just did Sonic one and two recently. But between that, it was this huge gap. Well, he suffered from depression really bad and just had to get out of everything. And, uh, recently he said, you know, I hope you get everything you want so you can realize it won't make you happy. Mm -hmm. I pray that you get everything you think you want because you'll realize it won't make you happy. So God uses that desire of, we got to know, I got to, and turns it for good because no matter how far down that rope we go, it's either, it's going to get to him because you're going to figure out that nothing and this life is going to satisfy you. That's Ecclesiastes. Yeah, chasing wind. Yeah, and I just thought that was, you know, because I, as soon as you said that about the garden and and knowledge, I was like, why, do, you know, why do we have to, that's an inherent sin nature to want to know so bad? Mm. And I was like, but that, God kind of took the devil's, you know, playbook and used it against them. Okay, well, I mean, the first idol is us. Right? So, so
0: you know, like, we put ourselves in a position of knowledge and understanding, or we think so, then then we elevate ourselves beyond where we are. That's why there's yeah. so much talk of humility in the Bible. There's so much talk of positioning yourself low and positioning God to be such a massive God, because He is. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take an eternity for us to be able to even fathom the, the, the most simple things of who God is because he's so much bigger and so much greater than we are. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Right. Um, that's why when you see Jesus teaching the disciples to pray, what does he start with? He starts with declaration of how great God is.
1: hmm You know, it's been a, a fire hose kind of week and, uh, and I love them, but, uh, I think we've talked about this before, you know, just God pouring out all this inf- information and revelation. And, and then it's, it's like a fire hose. You can't drink it all. And, you, and then you have to spend a couple of weeks just kind of like reflecting on it. And then it seems like after that, there's like a period of stillness and, and you get a little freaked out you're like, well, God, what are you, you're not speaking to me. He's like, cause you ain't done what I've, you know, I give you all this stuff to do and revelation. You ain't done it. So the, when you do it, I'll give you a little more to do, but don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, the future. Yeah.
0: Also understanding spiritual seasons, you know, like we, there, those spirit, those periods, those seasons of, of just, uh, emptiness or, um, space, uh, they're there for that reflection for that meditation on his word and under to, to understand what he's revealed to you. Uh, and not just to understand it but to to put it into practical application in your life so um i just you know we were talking about doing this podcast today and that that was what god was speaking to me this week he was he's showing revealing a lot of stuff to me and through the scripture and um and just uh in studying his word and i thought what better thing to talk about as, as god's people is uh how do we how do we connect with him on that level and and are we being diligent about studying his word are we hearing in the spirit or are we just filling our heads with knowledge
1: i pray you know whoever's listening to this uh, you get that victory this week um of of having one of those little golden nugget treasures in a word study or word search uh because it it once you get one of them victories it'll just make you want to read more and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't never heard anybody say, "Man, I wish I'd have read less of the Bible."
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man!
0: All right, Kyle, you want to close
2: us out? Yeah, I can do that. Hold on, I gotta think of how I used to close it out. It's been forever.
1: Uh, Tell them when, where, now. Oh yeah, that's
2: right. Let's play some music. Yeah That's that good old funky music Alright guys Well thank you for listening to another episode Of the Walking Together Podcast uh, It's been fun And uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this I think it was probably a surprise Probably a surprise that we ever stopped uh, Recording and had a brief hiatus But um, anyway Glad you're back with us uh, And I really hope you enjoyed this episode Because man it's it's a fun one This is what we We uh, get to enjoy doing daily um here in the office but man it doesn't have to happen in an office you can do it right by yourself uh studying scripture is a lot of fun and then whenever you do a deep dive in a word study man it's even cooler um but yeah so like nick said though if you if you need any help with trying to figure out how to use blue letter bible or anything like that reach out to us please because that's what we're here for as pastors we want to help you uh be able to understand the Bible better uh, know that it's useful for today know that it's everything is in it for a reason so that way we can know God more and help grow the kingdom right uh so anyway again thank you for listening uh if you want to know more ask questions uh all those things all those things that I used to say uh just go to uh gatheringsurfcity.com slash wtp That is where the podcast lives. Uh, You can listen to episodes, uh, click links to where uh, you can listen to the podcast, all the things. You can ask questions, scroll down to the bottom of the page. We want your questions still. We still haven't had any. Come on, guys. I know you have them. Anyway, again, thank you for listening to the podcast. It's been fun. It's been real. We'll catch you next time. You're
0: sick in the yeah. head Sicko uh.